The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hope. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Messages of Hope. I'm celebrating today because I got two emails today as a result of one reading I did yesterday with uh, a gentleman. I connected him with his wife who had passed, and he was crying tears of joy at the evidence that came through. I I didn't ask him if I could share it, so I'm not going to share the evidence, but it was stunning. It was such ordinary things, and his wife showed that she was so aware of things he was doing in his ordinary life, and I love when they do that for us. When they come through in a reading and say, I'm right here with you. I see you doing this and that. They don't have to be big, exciting things. Just enough to let you know that those who have passed are still part of our lives now. That's the main message of hope I love to share. So this is the first Thursday of the month, if you're listening live. And that means it's question and answers for from me, and if I can't answer it, the answers will come from my team, Sanaya. I came in a little early today to open up my energy fields and invite my team in so that the answers come from the highest possible place. And that's what all of you can do anytime that you don't have an answer to a question is shift your focus and talk to higher consciousness. But I'm coming to you today live from just south of Charlottesville, Virginia, at the Monroe Institute. I'm teaching my Serving Spirit Level 1 class here this weekend, and I got in early just so I could do the radio show live. And I want to give a shout-out to Carol Wagenhurst, who's listening live. She is uh, just across the hall, actually. She's the Director of Programs at the Monroe Institute, and so kindly has helped me feel welcome here. Those of you not interested, uh, not familiar with the Monroe Institute may be interested in checking out their information online. They're all about having adventures in consciousness, out-of-body travel, all based on the work of Robert Monroe. I had the pleasure of participating in their gateway course several years ago with my friend Elizabeth, and it is just a wonderful, wonderful program, one of many that they offer here. So I'm 
honored to be here at the Monroe Institute. And in fact, many of you listened to my show when I brought in guest Scott Taylor to talk about near-death experiences and the shared death experience. And I'm so excited because Scott was recently instated as the new uh, executive director here at the Monroe Institute. I hope I have that title right. But he's, well, well, let's just call him the head honcho now. And he's just taking over and learning the ropes. And how exciting. I can't think of a more fitting person to be leading these kind of classes. So one more shout out to Ty and my babies back at home. I miss you guys already. Thank you for, for always supporting me and doing these kinds of trips. So I know Ty's listening, and thanks to all of you calling in. I want to tell all of you listening, we have several people already lined up on the phones, but anybody who calls in is eligible to win one of my free online one of my online courses free. Unfortunately, the courses aren't free, but they are free to the winner. Somebody who calls in today, I'm going to put your name on a piece of paper here and at the end, close my eyes and draw it from the stack. So let's get straight to the callers. I believe Joe has been waiting the longest. So our engineer, Louie, would you please bring Joe in as I put Joe's name on a piece of paper for a drawing? And there we go. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm good. I have a question. Uh, actually, I have a couple of questions. But you say that our loved ones are at their funerals. And yes. I even sensed my mom at the funeral home when we were picking out her casket. It was sort of interesting. But are the loved ones also there when you clean out their homes? We just recently cleaned out my mom and dad's home. And are they there while you're doing that? How do they feel about it? And if there's a little bit of a rocky road among those remaining people who are doing that cleaning work, is there, okay. you know, are they, do you have any feelings about that? That is such an excellent question. I first want to back up just a minute for those of you who may not have heard the discussion about funerals early in a previous show or in any of my other videos. Uh, I can guarantee you that our loved ones, most of them are at their own funerals because why wouldn't they want to hear all those nice things we say about them? And they know the family is missing them and they want to be around and see what's going on. Uh, This sounds nice, doesn't it? Sounds like wishful thinking. But as an evidence-based medium, I can tell you that I get evidence of this fact quite often in my readings. In fact, just this week, and I do have the mom's permission to share it. Joe, I'll get to your question in a second. Uh, I brought through... Uh, a spirit on the other side who showed me that in the what exactly was in the coffin and it was a teddy bear with a pin on it and that is exactly correct even down to the pin on the teddy bear so that's the background on that but that the question you asked Joe are they in their house when you clean up I have never had that come through but I can guarantee you that they are because the way this works this communication and connection across the veil is that when we think of our loved ones and when we're missing them and when we're sad and that strong heart connection is open that's like a doorbell ringing for those across the veil and that that sense of being thought of draws them to us like a magnet and they come around not just out of curiosity, of course, but to be present, to share their love with us. So yes, they're watching and of course curious, what are they doing with my things? But I will tell you that it's very apparent right away that everything they left behind, which would be everything material, is 
just that, just things, just stuff, and they immediately lose their importance when you get the bigger picture across the veil. So, yes, they're present. Now, I can't say that's 100% are present. Some may be in a healing place. Some may not yet be aware enough of how travel between dimensions works. But I would say in most cases they are, especially by the time people get around to clearing out things. They've uh, adjusted to being across the veil. As for when situations are rocky between family members, I can tell you I've had spirits on the other side tell me that it's just a shame that the loved ones are arguing about things that really don't matter across the veil. Just like I was saying earlier, that really what they want from us is to love each other. And if we could keep that in mind when we're squabbling, that that's what matters, whether here or across the veil, the love, the connection, and making the highest choices, then maybe we wouldn't squabble so much. It the beautiful thing is we can take that higher perspective anytime just by remembering where, what our loved ones are seeing as they watch us. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. It does. Because I, uh, as I was there, I was really trying to, you know, I was talking to them. I really didn't feel their presence. Um, but I haven't really felt my mom since she passed. It was real strong at the time she passed, but I haven't found it. And it's been about a year Um but, uh, in fact, it was listening to you about a year ago that opened all of that up for me and made it a very amazing uh, process in her transition. But I haven't uh, That's great. been so. But and I also wondered, on the, you know, I understand that we need to bring our energy up to connect, and they have to bring their, <laughs> they have to lower their energy to make the connection. And it's interesting that you say that because that just came up in my monthly mentoring class this just and in a documentary I was being filmed and the spirit from the other side came through and said they would like us to stop saying it that way. And I say it that way too. We have to raise our energy and they lure theirs to meet us in the middle. They don't want us to think that it's a negative thing that they have to come down to this low level. It's more like adjusting a radio dial. And it's all the same frequency of love that we're tapping into. How do you like that analogy? I like that a lot. It, yeah. it seems to me that the grief emotions can really get in the way of my being able to feel clear enough to get a message. There's no, de- no doubt about that. And so in that regard, we would call that a higher vibration. And so once you become aware of that, it's amazing how we can turn our grief around just by a simple phrase such as, that grief is love and focus on the heart and know that that's love that causes that. And, and then think of what you're grateful for. I've had that, I had that relationship with them and gratitude helps raise our vibration. So don't feel bad that you haven't felt your loved ones yet. Anybody listening now, my mom passed in August and I'm a medium and I haven't felt my mom the briefest moment, briefest moment that I did, but not clear enough for me. So it takes them a while to adjust and their timelines are different than ours. They don't even have time in the spirit world. So just keep Jeeps, just keep talking to them and know that they do hear you. All right? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And stick around if I call your name at the end when I pull the the names, then you'll um <laughs> hopefully be a winner. All right. Okay, bye bye. Let's bring in Sharon. Hi. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's my first time. Always exciting. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put question. your name down for my drawing. Okay. Okay. All right. What, what's your question? My question is this. If a person has, no longer has any relationships with family or anybody else because of abandonment or rejection, betrayal, whatever, and all ties have been severed and they're all alone, does this disconnect also reach to the level of spirit? Okay. It's so funny. I want, you know, Sharon, I want to just immediately jump in and answer what I know as a human, but it's really great for all of us when we can just pause for a second and make sure the answer comes from a higher place. So, yes. So this answer coming from my team and me, the answer is ties cannot be severed across the veil. We get to the other side without the body and we're so much more aware of the love that is our true nature. We feel it like a warm blanket wrapped around us and it doesn't immediately change things for the soul who's no longer in a body. They are still evolving, but some have an immediate awakening and realize what's important. But they do, they are aware of our thoughts from across the veil. Most importantly, they're immediately shown the dynamics of relationships when they were in physical form. And there's understanding of why decisions were made, why things were said from both sides of an issue. They feel the effects of their words. They see things that we just sometimes fail to see when we only focus on our point of view. So point of view is key in all of this understanding that we can see things from the human point of view or from the soul even before we cross the veil. So Mm -hmm. I hope that when you say that all ties have been severed, sometimes that's necessary in human form when we're dealing with people who don't realize who we are and they end up hurting us. But at other times, when we can see from the higher perspective why people hurt people, that's when we can find compassion, forgiveness, and understanding. So... Humans sever ties, but souls never do. I hope that's helpful that's for you. To know. That is oh. very beautiful to know because it's very painful to have to live alone. Well, it's interesting. I was just saying today with my guides, I was out for a walk before the show, and we were just reminding each other how we are never alone. You at least have spirit guides who know you're not alone. And I hope you can establish a relationship with them and Mm -hmm. they can show you how to open up more and draw to yourself healthy relationships that show you that this life is all about relationships. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll surround you with blessings that that happens. I kept feeling an old relative that I haven't seen for 45 years. I felt him. I don't know if he's alive or not. Wow. Well, I would search that down. I would continue to have talks uh, telepathically and see where that leads. Meantime, use your human technological tools to see if they're alive and uh, just continue this journey and know that watch your thoughts. They're so very important and say, is this a human thought or can I come from a higher place in this and and uh, heal these wounds. Okay. Okay? 
All right. All All the best to you. And and, uh, yeah, just keep talking to your guides. Okay. All right. You take care. You as well. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, Louie, let's bring Robin in. And before we talk, I just want to remind everybody, welcome to Messages of Hope. This is question and answer day, the first Thursday of every month. And we do have more callers than we've ever had on the line, so this is exciting. But i sorry to keep everybody waiting, but Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Suzanne. It's lovely to speak with you. Well, how can we help you today? Well, first I'd just like to say thank you for your work. Um, I don't even know where I came across you. I, it's not because of bereavement, um, but you're just your energy and your show. It's always so uplifting, and your monthly mentoring sessions are wonderful. So thank you. Woohoo! That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. If I'm down, I go listen to an old podcast of Suzanne's, and that will pick me up. So excellent. Um, I actually just have a very mundane question, which is about your upcoming retreat at Unity. For yes. those of us who maybe can't make it, are you going to take over that material and maybe turn it into an online course or a book? Because, wow. you know, I'm sure it's going to be great. And for those of us who can't come. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear my husband right now. He's listening to this and he's saying, please, not another book. <laughs> I just finished Droplets of God and uh, and, yeah, and know, this is finally a little bit of a rest period. But I, he can tell you that I never rest. This My guide, my team is just always... Um, helping me to come up with new ways to share their information. So I don't have any plans at the time, but it's all based on the Awakened Way teaching, and there's no end to ways to share that with people. So I'm sorry if you can't join us because it's really coming together beautifully. It's going to be an awesome time. Uh, Anybody want information on that? That's on my website under events, the Holy You Retreat in April. But, uh, yeah, just keep up. Be sure you're on my email list because oh, we I have am. new things coming out all the time, Robin. Yeah, yeah. Or an online course would be great, like your other. Okay, one. okay. You know? Just want to plant the seed. Thank well, you. Well, we're about much. to make within the next day or two all of my past monthly um, mentoring classes will be available as online videos, two-hour videos, just amazing teaching from my guides and evidence from across the veil very shortly. So uh, that'll be like a little treasury of. Yeah, Wisdom from the spirit world. Okay. Thank you, Suzanne. You're welcome, Robin. Take care. You too. All Bye-bye. Right. All right. Louie, I'm going to have you bring in whoever has been in order because I'm looking at the screen and there are a whole bunch of people. Whoever has been waiting longest, when you light them up, I'll know who's on the air. Okay. There we go. So we have Paula coming in. Thanks for waiting. How are you? Yes, thank you. Um, I wanted to ask, I feel really good when I hear the messages from you and Sanaya, and I love meditating. I feel really good. Um, but then my day-to-day life comes in, you know, Mm -hmm. brakes go out of my car at the wrong time. Um, I get in a fight with a loved one and to feel that eternal love and that I'm limitless just doesn't resonate. And so I'm wondering, how can I feel like that even in those moments where I feel extremely small and human? How can I keep that connection going under those environments and situations? Okay. How long have you been uh, practicing presence or meditation? It's been a while. It's been um, 
about uh, five years. And I have a lot of great uh, results, really good results. But then I'll kind of get in, I'll shift into a a negative place in my life or something will happen. Um, And I I struggle to see the, the bigger picture when those things happen. Okay. And when you say you have a lot of great results, what what are those results in meditation? Uh, the results that I feel, I feel ex- uh, an extreme level of gratitude. Um, I feel like I, I almost can see the bigger picture in, in things. Mm-hmm. Even through the tough spots, I can see the bigger benefit and the lessons learned. And um, I have a lot of compassion for difficult situations. And so, so those are the kind of benefits that I receive. Okay. And that's exactly, these are the fruits of the spirit. This is what we want to be the results of this, this commitment to sitting in the power and sitting in the silence. Uh, so you're experiencing really who you are at another level. You are tapping into higher consciousness, which many call the soul. And so the, the challenge for you then is, bringing that forward into your daily life. So I would recommend that you, in meditation, gain a greater connection with your own guides and ask them to work with you throughout the day to remind you when you get in those situations to apply what you know. I would work with, additionally, some kind of mantra that you can repeat throughout the day so that you are remembering who you are. You can get yourself something like a wristband or wear a ring on the wrong finger so it feels strange. And every time you remember that that's there, you say, oh, yes, am I remembering who I am? I'm so much more than this physical body. And then that constant throughout the day reminder will help you to carry forward what happens in the meditative state. I'd also take on the phrase, maybe tattoo it on your forehead, just kidding, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, that my guide Sanaya have taught all of us to say, and that is, I can hear all of you who know it, repeat it with me now, isn't that interesting? And it's just <laughs> this really great phrase that you use when somebody cuts you off in traffic or when you drop something on the floor and it breaks or when somebody gets in your face and does something rude inside you Mm -hmm. say isn't that interesting knowing that that's a phrase that you can use at a soul level that instantly takes you to that higher perspective to that neutral place where you can then see with the eyes of the soul that this is temporary this too shall pass but meanwhile I'm going Mm -hmm. to just go back to that beautiful state I was feeling this morning or yesterday in meditation. And now when I step back into my human costume, I'm just going to have a little smile on my face and deal with this differently. Mm-hmm. So okay. really you're doing, it's not like you're doing anything wrong. I just think you need to ramp mm-hmm. it up a little bit, set the intention to carry it forward throughout the day and use a few tools like asking your guides to help you get a little reminder and some key phrases. Okay. And then also just having the faith that I'm always being supported under all circumstances. Like oh, without a doubt. That same thing. Yeah, that same thing will carry forward into those situations as well. 
It really will. I think you'll start seeing a difference. And it even helps if you start a journal of the times when you've changed your behavior and you notice that. That's going to show a commitment and just writing it. You'll keep in the back of your mind, I want some more things to add to my journal. And so you'll be looking for opportunities to change. If if you make this like a challenge to yourself, how many times per day can I see the effects of this? It becomes a habit. And that's what you're trying to do is create new habits of coming from a more integrated place of being both human and spirit. Yes, that's exactly what I'm looking to do. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. I don't want to say good luck. I just say go do it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I've entered your name in the drawing for one of my courses. So we'll pull that at the end. All right. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks, Paula. And we have two and a half minutes. Uh, let's let's see. I'm going to answer a few questions from people that were not able to be here live because I don't want to run out in the middle of talking to somebody live. And so with just two minutes to go, let's go and see. Actually, these were questions from people who were part of my online mentoring webinar the other night and I didn't get to answer it. So one question is, have you ever had the experience of asking a spirit what their life lesson was when they were here? And if so, what kind of answers you have gotten? Yes, absolutely I have. Uh, But the question came from a sitter who wanted to know what their loved one's life lessons were. But actually, if I think about this, yeah, It happens all the time. They tell us that one of their major lessons was patience or forgiveness. And I love when they share these things because they come through with evidence. In other words, they'll tell me their major life lesson was patience. And then they give examples of when they were very impatient in this life. And their loved ones who are here, who are my clients, they'll, they'll laugh and they'll say, oh boy, that really was their issue. Forgiveness is a big issue for so many of us. So that question is a pretty easy one because it's uh, these life lessons we come here for play out over and over and over in our lives. It's pretty easy to determine what's yours. Let's see. Just under a minute, we can see if we can ask one. Can you connect with spirit even if you're being treated for mental health with medicines and under the guidance of a doctor? I have a lot of clients who want to connect with their loved ones and they're on antidepressants. And there's no doubt that that does dull a bit our sensitivities, but I would not tell anybody not to try because of that. Ramp up the vibration by focusing on the heart, by focusing on the love, and that is an amazing way to instantly raise your vibration. So don't talk yourself out of anything just because you're on medication. All right, we're going to be coming back after a short break for more questions and answers and more chances for winning a free course. Hooray. listening to Unity Online Radio. 
the voice of an awakening world. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach around the world, we depend on the generosity of listeners like you. If you enjoy the programming, please make your donation today by going to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Wendy Craig Purcell, taken from a talk called The Plan Unfolds. I know in those times in my life where the changes have been hard and difficult and painful, that one of the things that has helped me to deal with them is to realize, oh my gosh, this is not just ultimately for my own growth and my own benefit, but it's going to help me in some way to be a benefit of other people. And so very important to this idea of true new beginnings is that it usually begins not with something that we've changed out here and have said we want this to be the new beginning, but we're beginning to feel something moving or healing or changing inside of ourselves. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Indian saint and mystic Kabir is quoted as saying, one drop of divine love can turn you to gold. Immerse yourself in the work of Kabir with acclaimed poet, author, and spiritual teacher Andrew Harvey in his book, Turn Me to Gold, 108 Poems of Kabir. Andrew shares the powerful and timeless words of Kabir in a way that is accessible to all with beautiful photography by Brett Hurd. This is a book you will turn to again and again. Available now at amazon.com or unity.org shop. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. Enroll in the Mystery School with Maggie Whitehouse every Monday at 2 p.m. Central. Based in the U.K., Maggie is a maverick priest, comedian, and writer that'll introduce you to all things mystical. Join in the conversation with some fascinating guests and explore topics like Kabbalah, the divine feminine, shamanism, and a lot more. Explore some new ideas and provocative topics, all delivered with a sense of humor. Check out our online schedule or get the podcast on demand here on unityonlineradio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. I am so grateful to be part of the Unity Online Radio Network. We got the news that thanks to the efforts of the whole team, especially Diane Ray and Ellen Devonport, Unity Online Radio has more than quadrupled 
their new listeners in the last six months. And no wonder, such great content. I'm so grateful to all of you who send me comments about the show. I'm glad you enjoy it. I sure love sharing with all of you. I want to tell you, I was so heartened in the last couple of days. Ty and I are getting to know our new area where we're moving. And we met a couple who turns out are shining light parents like we are. They have a child across the veil. And it was so amazing to share with them. And this is my message for all of you who have who are grieving the loss of anyone. I hate to use that word loss. That's why I hesitated because those who pass are not lost, but certainly their physical presence is gone from us. It's so important to know that you're not alone. And that's why I really love organizations like Helping Parents Heal. And we tried to turn this couple on to that group to know that, you know, when you go through something like the death of a child, you tend to think nobody else understands what you're going through. And people who haven't been through that really can't understand the depth of that grief. And so you don't, they don't know what to say to you. Your friends don't know how to talk. And so when you can find a group like Helping Parents Heal with others who've been through that, suddenly you're just not so alone. And I'm really glad to announce that Helping Parents Heal now has an online group for dads, Shining Light Dads. So if you know anybody who is ready to to join a group of like-minded souls who've been there and know how it feels, please turn them on to HelpingParentsHeal.org. So, uh, just a quick shout out as well to my wonderful helpers, Bev and Lynette. I couldn't do this work without you. Just wanted to say that on the air so everybody knows how much I love and appreciate you. All righty, Q&As. We've had Leslie waiting for far too long. Is she still online there, Louie? I'm here. Yes, hello. Thanks for your patience, Leslie. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you for um, your uplifting work. Whenever I'm feeling low, I look at at one of your YouTubes or your radio shows, and I'm instantly uplifted. Oh, that's wonderful. We try. <laughs> you do a great job. I have two unrelated questions, and I'll I'll say the first when it's most important to me, I guess. Um, it's on forgiveness. I'm wondering if you or Sanaya has have a tool on forgiveness and I'm I'm pretty forgiving when the offense is against me but mm-hmm. I'm as you say a shining light parent I knew and you were oh my goodness a couple of second you talked I was just like oh this is a shining light parent okay mm-hmm. you knew. <laughs> of course you did I've mm-hmm. actually I've called before my son uh, took his life okay May 24th <clears throat> oh my and uh, yeah it's been a rough year but a year of incredible growth, and I want to grow more. And I found there are a couple of individuals that hurt him that I still have a great deal of anger about that's holding back my forgiveness. Yeah, this is this is. I'm going. I don't want to sound glib and say it's easy, and but the way you do it is you pretend that you die right now, and that's it. You've crossed the veil. You're across the veil. What is your perspective? Suddenly, how do you see things from the viewpoint of the soul? And this is why great spiritual teachers for ages have said that we need to die daily. And what they mean is we need to set our ego aside from moment to moment because it's ego that holds us in this us versus them attitude. But if we could just die right now, we'd be souls and we'd see that 
all of these interactions serve a purpose and all of them pass and eventually we will be that eternal soul in awareness again and they will seem completely different. So if we can just take that perspective right now, pretend this is your last minute on earth, it just changes everything. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, um, two of the people were neighbors that didn't get along with my son, so I see them every single day. And it's, but yeah, I could die every single day. I could see that. What would your that. son say right now? He'd say it was no big deal. Yes, yes, that's the point. That's the he point. has said it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It's the mama there in me that. Oh, absolutely. And see, I'm not just, we don't want to devalue the human interaction. I mean, that's, Uh that's a valid feeling, completely valid. And everybody would understand that. At the same time, that's not going to help the soul's growth. And what does is learning these lessons from that higher perspective. And it's hard and you don't have to do any of it, but just see what happens when you try that tack. I will try that. Yeah. And you had a second question? My second question, question, if you have time, is I'm curious about the interaction between the spirit world and our world and how they intertwine. Do they, I mean, is there a veil that they reach through or do they come and, and, uh, you know, like ski on Mount Hood for recreation in another dimension. I don't know if I'm making myself clear. You you are, but hang on. Just maybe I just was totally distracted because I'm seeing an image of a tiger or a tigger stuffed animal. And I, and I just have, a, do you have any memory of that with your son? Something with a tiger or tigger or tiger logo? No, not a logo. Hmm. Hmm. No. <sighs> Somebody recently, I wrote a little story about, his spirit before he was born and his choice to incarnate and then his death and his spirit afterward. Mm-hmm. And somebody read the book and said she saw a Cheshire cat smiling. Mm. I wonder if you're seeing the same thing. It's just, it, it, that's why I said it looks like a stuffed animal because I see those big stripes and the Cheshire cat is exactly how that looks, isn't it, with those white stripes. So I just yeah. I, I just feel this presence since the moment you started talking and it totally distracted me. <laughs> Mm. Well, he had a little mm. uh, little raccoon stuffy that he loved with the stripes around it. Stripes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. It's tough to. I I always want to give everybody a message when they call, but I'm not tuned into that Aww. level right now. That's fine. Just know that I I, I can feel his presence, and I know oh, you do. So that's that. that's the most important thing. Uh, keep, all right. Let's get back to your question, though. How re- would you uh, rephrase it for me, please? Yeah, I'll try. I'm I'm curious. Is it like an umbilical cord that they have? Uh, I I understand that spirits are in a different dimension, um, but they're around us all the time as well. Do they do they come back and play here with our <laughs> bodies? Absolutely, <laughs> but they create the environment, and it's uh, uh it's like a dream world. It's lucid dreaming. How's that? And you can create okay. whatever environment you want and drop in on loved ones, only you have more control of it than we do when we wake up and we're aware that we're still dreaming in a lucid dream. That's the best way I can explain it. Okay. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. That was okay. it. All right. That was easy. Okay. Was All right, easy. Leslie. Thanks so much for calling in. And uh, I hope that your son gets through to you personally. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You're so much. welcome. He's, he showed me many signs. So I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, the big one. Okay. But yeah. Well, thank you, Suzanne. Celebrate you, it, every little one. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. All right. Next caller, Louie. We have Cindy. Welcome. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you for your show. I love it. I have a quick question. I have read many near-death experiences, the stories, and they I've never seen or, or read anything where uh, a veil is mentioned or described in, in these near-death experiences. So would that actually just be a, the physical body that's the veil? Oh, you nailed it. This oh, is so cool okay. because uh, my guest uh, about a month ago was uh, Dr. Jeff O'Driscoll. And reading his book, the title is Not Yet, he said in there this phrase that I just about came out of my seat. I was on a flight and I just, my hands jerked up in the air. Ty sees me do this all the time. I get so excited. It must be embarrassing being married to me. But I was excited. I was like, this is it. This is it. He, Jeff said that the, the physical body is the veil. And it's so obvious. If we didn't have this physical body, we would be in the spirit world. And right. this physical body is the filter. The brain is definitely a filter to the vibrations that are all around us. And so once the veil, which is flesh, drops away, we, our basic essence, doesn't change at all. We're still the same awareness that we are now. The I am presence is still here. So this body veils our awareness of that. And this is the beauty of meditation, Cindy, and everybody who's listening, is you 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 part the veil simply by closing your eyes and shutting out all of these physical sensations that keep us from being aware of our true nature as a soul. Awesome. So then Isn't it? the other question is, yeah. is the previous um, caller mentioned something about an umbilical cord, and I have read where when you do these, like, um, I don't know, out-of-bodies or uh, mm -hmm. when you travel outside, you know, in your spirit world, um, that there is this cord. I mean, I have never seen the cord or, you know, is it really a cord or is that just another expression of something else? <laughs> my lip's twitching because I don't have the answer. My guides say, turn this one over to us. So... I'm hearing that it is a metaphor for the connection we have to our physical body. Energetically, it exists, but it's, of course, it's not a physical cord, but energetically, it's what links the physical and non-physical bodies. And there are those who do have the eyes to see these energetic bodies who have seen this cord, and it's called the silver cord because it glitters like silver well how about that okay nobody okay okay great works thank for me so <laughs> that's awesome thank you very much you're welcome thank you bye-bye all right louie next caller please and we have terry thanks for waiting all this time oh, i gotta oh, write your name down for my drawing well, here Hang well on. i'm waiting can you hear me 
Yes, I can. Go ahead. Yes, while I'm waiting, while I'm waiting, I'm listening to amazing stuff. No problem. Okay, good. <laughs> I I have to tell you too. I mean, you have. Uh oh, I can't hear you, Terry. Louie, can you hear her? Okay. Doggone. Well, let's see. If, hopefully she'll call back, and if she does, we'll bring her in right after the next caller. Wait, call ended normally. Yeah, we'll bring her in after the next one. Let's get Erin then. Hello. Hi, Erin. Welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, too, am a, a shining light parent. Um, matter of fact, we just started a Helping Parents Heal chapter here in Connecticut. Oh, wonderful. Um, yeah, but, you know, I had a question. I know this is probably like a theme that's going on uh, in this show um, about forgiveness. Um, mm. I just remember having a conversation with my son um, where he sort of blamed me for something, never mm. realizing he blamed me for something. And we never reconciled that conversation. We never kind of finished it up. Mm-hmm. And he crossed over about five years ago. And I just wonder, you know, does he still feel the same? Oh, about no. I, I can hear right now if everybody understood how our loved ones are shouting at us from across the veil, Aaron. Please just take a moment and take a nice deep breath. Can you feel that stored up energy? I would really recommend a wonderful energy healer. I don't have a name in mind, but find yourself one to to help clear out a pattern of thought because the real truth is, again, once we cross that veil, once we get through the physical body and we're pure spirit, we see with new eyes. We see without the the human judgments and we're shown our lives and shown our interactions and if Everybody only understood that words that were unsaid are known across the veil. Our loved ones know our very thoughts. They know what's in our heart. And that's why I tell everyone, you know, it will come clear once you pass, but please don't wait until you have to find the medium to make your peace with your loved ones. So, yes, of course, we you would love to have cleared all that up with your son beforehand, but please know he knows what's in your heart. And sit and have a special conversation with them. Make it really sacred. Find a time when you can maybe light a candle just to make it feel like a a special ceremony and just say, I'd like to have a talk. Please draw near now. You know this already, but I'd like to say it formally. And you don't need a medium to do this at all. Just state it and know that he will literally be standing right there when you say that. And then open your heart and just see if you feel this flood of forgiveness, acceptance, love come back at you. Because I guarantee you that's what will come from the other side. This is not Pollyanna thinking. This is this is the result of talking to literally thousands of souls and knowing what happens once we cross. Okay? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Louie, did we get Terry back? Yes, we did. Let's bring her back in. Terry, you got cut off. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know exactly what you heard. Okay, well, I just heard something about, I think you were going to say you like the radio show or something. Or, or I the do work, love but... <laughs> the radio show. And ever since I've been introduced to your work, I just, I've just been just feeling so 
inspired. I think now I know what I want to do is that in my retired life is um, learn to connect better with it with my guides. <laughs> Excellent. So, to, so let me jump yeah. in real quick and just just uh-huh. to answer a question. Are you still there, Terry? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. I just wanted to answer a question that Carol Wagonhurst here at the Monroe Institute had, and it and it applies to what you just said right there. Okay. People hear okay. others say, "I want to do what you do," and they wonder, "Can anybody do this?" Can anybody connect with their loved ones? The answer is yes, because we all have the same equipment. It's called a soul. But we do have this veil of the flesh blocking us from that connection. So there certainly are tools and techniques we can learn to connect more. Whether it's your calling to be a medium, your heart knows that. But Terry, let's get back to your direct question. Yes, well, you know, I've been on the spirit, my spiritual journey for, for, you know, quite a long time, maybe 20 years, and um, I had something happen to me when I was 11, and I've never known exactly what to call it, but after listening to one of your other uh, radio shows, I uh, now know to call it a mystical interlude. Oh, perfect. <laughs> With em- em- Emily Rodovich, is that how yes. you pronounce it? Yeah, name? Emily Rodovich, her beautiful book about that, yeah. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed, um, I've read the one book, and I do plan to um, put my story in, so maybe it'll get published in her third book, because I know her second one, I Excellent. believe, is already completed. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I, I know my guides are there, my angels are there, and I, um, I can, I can sometimes feel for sure that I'm getting messages, but I got a long way to go before I'm confident about my messages that I do get. And I, I don't want to take up too much time because I know there's other people waiting, but I really, for this call, I wanted to ask if we could ask questions that didn't necessarily have to do with a loved one passing, if we could talk to you about um, connecting better with our guides. And I think oh, absolutely. What, what in specific do you want to know? Well, I, I do have a specific question, and I guess I'm going to be more specific instead of beating around the bush to save time. Um, I have been trying to make a decision or wanting to relocate. I know you've recently relocated, and I found a, a home that I love, and I've been trying to connect with my guides about guidance on when I should try to put an offer in. The, the home was grossly overpriced, and I knew that I needed to wait until they would be more receptive of a more reasonable deal. Mm-hmm. So I've been speaking with my guides about it, and I feel like I got a clear message that just came out of, you know, just don't overpay. There's just two, the two words, don't overpay, two words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so and so I've, I've waited and felt confident that I should wait a little bit longer because I know for a fact that the people are moving, that are selling the home don't have to move to the end of May. So I figured I had some time. And so I waited I, to, to put in an offer, and now someone else has put an offer in, and I feel like I've probably lost the house. And I know Spirit knows the greater story yes. and knows yeah. the outcome. So I'm thinking maybe it's not for me to get that house, and I'll see in the future what was going on. But have you ever heard of people saying they were led one way, and then it like blew the deal because I feel like I love this house? <laughs> oh, yes. And it, again, it's that we that frustrating to us humans to the human side uh, phrase that we don't have the bigger picture all the time we can rise above and tap into higher consciousness and i love how you're working with your guides but who's to say that waiting as you did wasn't part of the plan that something in the meantime has set you up perfectly for something better we don't know so this 
working with guides and tuning into our the barometer of our body, listening to our intuition. It's all a process of just continuing to discern and and hopefully you're having fun with it and learning to trust. Yes. Yes. I'm learning. That's what I keep telling myself. Just trust, just keep trusting. And I know I've heard you say that, you know, if we just get quiet and, and just ask for a sign, like I, I, I had, there's, um, I got to move because my dogs are going to start barking. Somebody's locked in the house. Um, you know, I'm always there's synchronicities and signs all the time, and I know okay. that I'm being guided all the time. But I want more. You know, I want that sign. <laughs> uh, you know, the real like you say, if you get quiet, you, you can ask your angels. You know, show me a sign. And I yes. can't get any of that, and I'm trying not to get frustrated. So, um, well, so if you get I, signs all the time a, about other things, then that to me feels that your eagerness to have that specific house may very well be getting in the way. And so, again, yes, be careful yes, of what you possibly. want versus what's ultimately supposed to happen. Yes, 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 yes. I, You know, it's teaching me patience, and there's some <laughs> dynamics about um, relationship with my husband and not arguing about uh, different things that I'm just trying. I'm just trying to really look at this from a different view than I would have if I hadn't been introduced to your work. It's just so great. Yeah. And, and watch too. those arguments, too. That's uh, As we're going through the process of building a house, we're, not that we're arguing, but I started to get frustrated okay. with, not with Ty, with, with uh, some uh, things that were going on with the builders. And right, both of us right. were getting frustrated. And I caught myself and I said, this whole experience is a test of our peacefulness throughout the yes. whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of... Lot of um things that it's very trying very challenging to have a house built like that is for darn sure yeah but all of life is just constantly throwing us tests and so if we can laugh and say i'm not going to fall for that one (laughs) yeah then it'd be easier that's what i've been trying that's what we're trying to do because this has been going on it's crazy because the people put the house on the market way early it's been going on since october and so tonight i'm going to put in a backup offer it's a strong backup offer and if the other people back down then I'll get the house and then I'll be able to see what I learned from having to go through this little stressful period of thinking I lost it. But maybe yeah. the bigger picture is that there's something else better. That's but, the, it, I mean, I know yeah. everybody listening has had that experience when we sit, you know, we cry over something and then <laughs> later on you say, thank goodness that didn't happen. Yes. So, yes all righty. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, thank thanks you for so, calling so Terry. Yes, maybe I'll get my name pulled and I'll get a free Maybe I have them holding in my hand right now. We have a, we've had a bunch of callers, and I think I have time for one more. Okay, one great. One more caller. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. All right, Louie, who is it going to be? Ah, Roseanne, you're on the air. Oh, thank you, Suzanne. Yes. Um, I have to say, I, too, am a shining light parent. I'm about a year into my journey. Um, and thank you for the plug on helping parents heal. Absolutely. I the, um, found them four months into my journey, and I um, just became a, an affiliate leader recently. Oh, wonderful. So, I love that. Now, Roseanne, we have just two yeah. minutes, but I wanted okay. to bring you in, so we better get right. to your question. All right. So my question today is about channel writing. I'm in my seventh oh, journal writing, and my writing has changed. Uh, I believe I'm channeling my son. But my question is, is in order to – it's hit and miss in or. To do this, I'm wondering, is it best to set up a regular time and a ritual to, 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 to do the channel writing? 
It's so funny because I was just about to say yes, and I got a big lip twitch from my guides, and they said, what was our message this morning in the Daily Way, their messages? They said, get out of the box and don't get stuck in rituals. I love it. Oh, just got Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's more into rituals than I am. You know, I just love to have my regularity. I will tell you, it's like sacred time that first thing in the morning, but uh, this morning I was up at 4 a.m., and didn't quite want to do that this morning so yeah so do you do it when you're when you feel that nudge and you may come to find that that's your son saying now's the time mom and you know you're putting if you have a ritual every day you're putting a requirement on him to show up every day right yep no no it has been hit and miss and spontaneous and that's that's good that's lovely All right. Well, keep it up. I love that you're doing that. And I am going to be talking about that more in workshops and an online course about connecting with our loved ones. So thank you for being an affiliate leader. Oh, thank you for your time. All righty. You're welcome. All right. We're right down to the wire. 30 seconds left to go. I have a whole bunch of names written on separate pieces of paper. You guys know me. I always I'm as honest as I can be. I'm not looking at these names. I'm shuffling them with my eyes closed. And I'm pulling one right now. And the winner is Sharon. So Sharon, please email me through my website and remind me that uh, you have your choice of any one of my three online courses. Thanks to all of you for calling in. I love all of you. And we'll have a great guest the rest of the month and more Q&A next month. But please just turn up the love. That's why we're here. I hope you feel it from me. I love you all. Take care. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.